0: skin
1: Jesus.
2: decided on a song that we would do as our own. We should say, Salute to Broadway. So we selected the song from a young composer that was fast becoming one of Broadway's lifestyle. To
1: compare with beauty imagination, live your You can be free if you truly.
2: Yeah. I want to thank you for this one. You made it happen. This is the one. Yes, it is where you sign on the dotted line, fellas. You know, it's been established in our society today that most important signing in a man's life takes place when he signs his marriage license. Well, they've added something to that. Now it's called the application for charge card to ensure that marriage license will hold up one sign. You know what I'm talking about, fellas? Charge card, designed to keep one's pockets free of finance. You know, you know sometimes, fellas, at the end of the month, if you're married and you wanna check on your budget and see how you're doing at home, budget around the house, and you find something that looks a little weird, you said, darling, what is this? And she said, well, it was on sale. And I had my charge card, you know? But then from time to time, fellas, we'll fall victim to circumstances as well because we might be walking down the street, see a good-looking pair of shoes in the store window, and say, hey, I think I'll go ahead and cop now and pay later, right? Take the charge card, go in buy the shoes. And when the bill comes due at the end of the month, you want to kick yourself in the whistle name with that same pair of shoes, buddy.
3: Thank you, all right. <laughs>
2: When do you say say? Budweiser? Whenever the moment is right for a great beer. After the work is done, while you're still having fun. Anytime the right time to say When you say Budweiser, you have said it all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Little pause for the call.
4: So let's do people this.
3: Say your, people say your People say yo. Now you. that your records is selling, it's about time for you to be bailing out of the community and race that you come from. Yo, your face has gotta change, son. Now the says you're making more than Donald Trump. So yo, go on and get your nose fixed,
4: huh? Sit down. Put your in the chair. <laughs> Get a lip she says, Doc, oh, I want my slim lips, oh, I want my slim figure. The white girl says, my hips are not big enough. And yo, Doc, inject the collagen to make my lip bigger. All of these so-called celebrities are selling, selling millions of records and claiming no responsibility. A young girl sees you on a TV show. She's only six, says, Mama, I don't, I don't like, like my, my nose. nose. So why'd you have to go and mess up the child head? So you can get another gold water bed? You fake? contact where it will something your exhibit Listen to my rhyme you need to hear it Don't you don't, be no, no, a, no, said, don't a, no, no, job Said uh, no, the no, no no, job Said uh, don't no, no job I don't no, no job Said do no, no, no job I smell the message from the T.V ident for helping not deceive me Smells like the w- black of of Wacker Dolly wants to be a cracker, if you let her But see for me, the bigger the nose, the better They say the wider, the wider Oh yeah, well that's tough Sometimes I feel that I'm not black enough, I'm high yellow My nose is round right to perfection And if I was to change, it'd be further in that direction So catch me on the beach, I'll be getting a tan Make sure there's no mistake, the Huffy Huff is from the motherland Laying in the sun, string bikini between the butt of two cuties Still macking, there'll be no nose job yeah. No, no do no, 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 be And no, 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 no. no, you surgery today. Uh, sur- surgery? Ain't no surgery. I said I don't want no Yeah, more. but you're going to be a big star. Star? Look, I'm already a star. A huge star, kid. Y- y'all don't understand, man.
1: Big. Really big. Yeah, so yeah. Kid is
4: late. I don't want to. Yo, know. put me, down, on, man. Put me
1: down, man. Put me yeah, down. Come yeah, come on. on. Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a thing. On. Calm down, McClure. you going to be fine. On. The one
4: sedative. The yeah. yeah. one sedative. The Set yeah. it God, man, God, give me a take,
5: Fresh. Fresher. Freshest. Do you like fresh fish? It's just fine at Finney's Diner. Finney also has some fresher fish that's fresher and much finer. But his best fish is his freshest fish. And Finney says with pride, the finest fish at Finney's is my freshest fish, french fried. So. Don't order the fresh, or the fresher fish. At Finney's, if you're wise, you'll say, fetch me the finest French fried freshest fish that Finney fries. We have a dinosaur named Din. Din's thin. Din doesn't have much skin. And the bones fall out of his left front shin. Then we have to call in Pin or Blin who comes with his handy shin-pin bin and with a thin Blin shin-bone pin Blin pins Din's shin-bones right back in. Now let's talk about money. You should leave your grocks home when you travel by air. If you take them along, they charge double the fare, and your grox must be packed and locked up in a grox box, which costs much, much more than a little old fox box, so it's heaps a lot cheaper to fly with your foxes than waste all that money on boxes for groxes. And what do you think costs more? A simple thimble or a single shingle? A simple thimble could cost less than a single shingle would, I guess. So I think that the single shingle should cost more than the simple thimble would. Eat. We have two ducks, one blue, one black. And when our blue duck goes quack quack, our black duck quickly quack quacks back. The quack's blue quacks make her quite a quacker, but black is a quicker quacker backer. And, speaking of quacks, reminds me of cracks. Quack's blue quacks make her quite a quacker, but black is a quicker quacker backer speaking of quacks reminds me of cracks and stacks and sacks and shacks and snacks so oh say can you say I have cracks in my shack I have smoke in my stack and I think there's a snack in the sack on my back Fritz needs Fred and Fred needs Fritz. Fritz feeds Fred and Fred feeds Fritz. Fred feeds Fritz with ritzy Fred food. Fritz feeds Fred with ritzy Fritz food. And Fritz, when fed, has often said, I'm a Fred-fed Fritz, Fred's a Fritz-fed Fred. would you rather be when you grow up, a cop in a cop's cap or a cupcake cook in a cupcake cook's cap? Or a fat flapjack flapper in a flat flapped jack cap cook in a cupcake cook's cap? Or a fat flapjack flapper in a flat flapped jack cap? Or if you think you don't like Cops Caps, Flapjack Flappers, or Cupcake Cooks Caps, maybe you're one of those choosy chaps who likes kooky Captain's Caps, perhaps. More about Blinn. And say can you say? Far away in Berlin, a musical urchin named Gretchen von Schwinn has a blue-footed, true-footed, trick-fingered, slick-fingered, six-fingered, six-string, tin Schwinn mandolin.
0: This is Curtis Mayfield. Sit down and take a listen. This may be something that you're missing. I know your mind you wanted funky, but you don't have to be no junkie. Get yourself together. Remember Freddy's dead. And I'm so glad that I've got my own, you know So glad that I can see I've got a natural high The man can't put no thing on me And he can't put no thing on you either Keep your nose clean Don't be no junkie Remember, Freddy's dead
6: It's going to be all about animals, starting with germs. And I want to mention a really great book called The Gospel of Germs. And it's um, the story of when germs were discovered in the early 20th century. And there was a a big campaign to convince people that they actually existed, that there were these tiny, invisible animals that could kill you. And uh, in most parts of the world, uh, France and Italy and China, the campaign was a a complete uh, failure but um, it really caught on in the United States where people said, you know, tiny invisible things that could kill you? I don't see why not. I mean, it's a place that already believes in a lot of invisible things, but anyway, now that people are becoming more and more like machines, I think it's a good time to remember how much we actually have in common with animals. Take our eyes, for example. Our eyes are in the front of our heads. Because we are the predators, Uh, like eagles and the lions. They're in front for aim, precision, and focus to find the target. And all the other animals have them way out on the sides. You know, the fish, the deer, the rabbits. And they're always scanning around like this, turning their heads, you know, on the lookout, more or less, for us. But it's amazing, you know, how quickly evolution works sometimes. And there's a certain male spider that has recently evolved from being a victim to being a survivor in just under a year. And so the way it happened was like this, the female spider um, constructs a very complex web made up of many threads that go out, and one is the kind of food thread, and one is the weather thread, and another is a kind of mating thread, and it's, uh, she can tell when a male is approaching, it's a kind of like a, a doorbell, and so anyway the male comes no, no, no. along this line and uh, into the center of the web and they mate, and she eats him, and that's the way it's been. But recently, these male spiders seem to have invented a new strategy. And that is that they bring along a package, which is a bug, wrapped in this really kind of cruddy stuff. And um, uh, after they mate, he tosses her the package and she just gets distracted for an instant. Just enough time for him to make his escape. And then even this strategy was improved on and the males began to do something really incredible. They uh, arrived with the package like before, but now there was nothing inside. It was completely empty. They figured out that they didn't have to bring anything at all. And It wasn't like a disappointment for the females, it was just like, you know, one of those odd moments when suddenly everything changes, and it's not what you expected, and you don't You
0: Drop that beat.
7: There's no smoking, you know, so deal with that the way you want to. So tell me, are you ready to do the Rock Lobster?
8: Are you ready? Okay, Warner Brothers recording artist,
9: the B-52s. This
10: next next, song is about a volcano. Shall yeah.
2: Electricity in the air. I'm going to kiss your eyes. Then I'm going to kiss your neck. Then I'm going to kiss your stomach. Ooh. Then i going
9: to kiss your pineapple.
3: Oh,
11: little town in Persia. He had a wife
9: Black Plastic Mutiny Radio. Thanks to the B for this Coltrane LP that's really warped but sounds really good. And uh, if you can help Mutiny Radio.fm out with some dough when you are coming through the website, you give you click of some mean green to be on the scene. And uh, also, we have to thank our friends. Our compatriots over at Alfred's House of Trousers where if you have ants or angst or any other infestation problem in your pants, they can either put that in or take that out. They're they're trouser people.
12: city
11: record ever recorded. <laughs> yes, in this one-time-only mixed bag special, Every Record Ever Recorded. From the same people who brought you hits of 51, 52, Hungarian love songs, songs that begin with the letter P, every possible thing Every record ever recorded. We mean literally that. Every record ever recorded since recording began. We drive a truck to your house and deliver every single record ever recorded. Classical, Ishabaganulk, Kantada 82 by Bach. Ishabaganulk. Tani Cash,
12: I Walk the Line.
11: Lithuanian language records. Sessu, yes. Sessu,
5: yes. Sessu. Trans. Oh, no. Yes, every record ever recorded. Plus, if you act now,
12: an ice crusher. My name is Conrad Jarvis, and I've been dead for six years.
11: But this record offer is so spectacular,
5: I had to come back to tell you about
11: You know, I've been doing a lot of rock and roll concerts. I show up on time, they never have to worry about me. Rock acts are not known by producers to be particularly reliable. There is a lot of night of the concert going about to produce Where are the amplifiers? What do you mean they're in Kansas City? They're supposed to in the... Where are the roadies? The roadies hallucinating, thinks he's Abraham Lincoln. Are you not Abraham? Where are the large things with the dials on them? The kid just drove a truck. From Portland, Oregon to Chicago in two hours. <laughs> you can't deal with him. Man. I met some people that I've long admired. Remember, like uh, Chuck Berry. It's so much fun to meet him at the Helen Reddy show. We were introduced. We shook hands. and I said, glad to meet you." He said, far out? Oh, Isn't that perfect for Chuck Berry? It's so, it's so perfect. Far
12: out. Oh, would have floored me completely if he had said something like, hi Bob, this Watergate thing has got me up the train.
11: <laughs> you think he's lying, the one, the one today? I don't know. Just a minute. I've got. <laughs> down in Louisiana, down in New Orleans. <laughs> Fellas, that's a B flat. You know? No, he's really Chuck Berry. <laughs> I met Dr. John, Dr. John the Night Tripper. I was doing the Midnight Special, and I had been going around doing his song to myself for an entire weekend, and it must have been the right please. Humming his song everywhere. It must have been.
8: 6 o'clock and it's time for the joke workshop at Mutiny Radio. Say hello, everybody. Say hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Yay. Uh, because we have a small list, we're going to have everyone get five minutes. At four minutes, you'll hear this. I'll try to do it on a punchline like Pam does. Oh, I'm Lauren Kraut. I'm your host for this evening. Woo! And on the board over here, please give a warm welcome to Scotto on the board doing the ones and ones and twos. <laughs> Yay! Okay, we have a good lineup tonight. Everybody, give a warm welcome for Newman Shake, number one comedian coming up for the stage. Yay! Come on, give a warm welcome.
7: Thanks, guys. Happy Monday. Um. A little bit about me. Uh, I don't have a lot of Indian friends because I like to feel special about myself. But uh, me and my token Indian friend, we were talking recently. And he was like, Newman, I want to get in touch with Indian culture. And I was like, yeah, man, you should go for it. And uh, the next time I met him, he had an Indian accent, which he didn't have before. That was new. And I don't know, man. I feel like having an Indian accent to be part of it. Part of Indian culture is like sexually harassing women to be part of Italian culture. Like, that's not how that works, you know? And so I asked him, like, why he was talking like that. And uh, he said he was starting a yoga class to seem authentic to white people. And I was like, that's just great marking right there. Like, I'll be honest, if this entire audience was white right now, I'd be doing an Indian accent. Like, right now, it'd be very different. Yeah, no, another thing about Indian people is like we're not seen as like traditionally attractive in like media, and I think that's really unfair. Because I was talking to, like one of my gay friends recently, and he was like, "Newman, I really like hairy men," and I was like, "You'll love my uncles," you know like, that? Yeah, um, my friend's girlfriend died recently, and I wanted to comfort him, but like all I could come up with was like, "Hey, man, there's plenty of fish in the sea." Yeah, he didn't like that. Um, I feel like astrology is getting out of hand right now. Like, my friend she got a DUI recently. And her excuse was, I'm just an Aries. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're an alcoholic, Jan. I don't know what sign that is, but it's not a good one. Like, I feel like we're getting to a point where, like, astrology is going to be like a legal defense. Like, there'll be lawyers in court. Like, you know what? My client did kill eight people. But so that's just what happens when you're a fire sign. Mercury's in retrograde. It's just what happens. Um, I don't think I can like really share things with my parents anymore. Like, I can't call my mom and be like, you know what? I had a spoonful of peanut butter for lunch today because I spent too much money on Molly. Like, that's where my life is right now. Um, They're getting rid of abortion, and that sucks. And I think if they are going to get rid of abortion, I think they should also get rid of child labor laws. Like, if they're going to force a woman to have a kid, I think she should get her money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, put that mistake in the factory where it belongs. Um, yeah. Um, I'm part of Gen Z, but I think Gen Z and Millennials are pretty much the same, you know? Like, we're really progressive and, like, really poor. I think the only difference between, like, Gen Z and Millennials is I feel like Millennials grew up dreaming about buying a house only to be really disappointed, and then I grew up being like, wow, I really want a dishwasher, you know? That would be a nice thing to have. Um, I feel like the Apple Screen Time feature, that's a weird feature on your phone because that's a feature that makes you feel bad about using the product too much. Like, no other company can get away with that. Like, McDonald's can't have a thing where they're like, if you come here more than three times a week, we're going to call you a fat fuck. You know, that's not something they can do. Um, I got a girlfriend recently. And, yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm learning a lot from her, mostly because she's in her 60s. Like, I'm learning so much about arthritis in the Vietnam War. It's great yeah and no, i think no, that's a good thing like i think we complete each other in a way like i bring like energy and youth and she brings money so that's really nice but i don't think this relationship's going to be long term though mostly because i don't think she's going to last long term and also like she wants me to choke her in bed and i'm not a strong person but neither are like old women necks, you know, so it's, it's weird. Okay. All right. I think that's all I have to try today. Give it up for your hosts, guys. Yay, Newman!
8: I forgot to say before that we uh, can give feedback if anybody wants it. And after the jokes, uh, Newman, did you want feedback? Yeah. Anybody have anything to say? You will go up to the microphone, please. I had one too Newman, um on a couple of the ones that you said with my uncles um you, there's an opportunity for you to get more um fun out of it go get more specific with it like Uncle Harry is Harry, or you know like that, just um go on with it, and also with uh I wanted to say do more with the share with parents of the things that you share with them or don't want to share with them and I love the fat fuck line in the sixties with the Older lady, that was great. Anybody else have any comments? Yes, go ahead. Come up to the mic, please. If there's a standing mic. Hi, I thought you were very funny. I wanted to hear you do an impression of your friend doing a fake Indian accent. I thought that would be nice.
10: <laughs> Sorry, and then
6: I, um, like Lauren said, like you do a really good job. You have good jokes and you have clean delivery. But if you expand into those a little bit more, those are just a little bit of like more examples could just really, you know, make it where people can't breathe because those are really good starters. And then if you just keep going and going and going, hitting and hitting and hitting it.
10: So what Lauren said exactly. And I'm just uh, backing it up because I value exactly what I say. And I need to have a microphone. And I'm very lonely. So thank you very much.
8: All right, thanks very much. Give it up for Newman. Yay! Your next comedian coming to the stage. Please give it up for Charlie Moore.
13: Is the mic working? There we go. Hell yeah. I've never figured out how to get this. And when I pull it off a stand, it usually breaks. So, what's up? Uh, born and raised in San Francisco. San Francisco is a very white city. San Francisco is so white that growing up, all of my black friends were Indian. <laughs> yeah. My nickname in high school was Monica, which is what it sounds like when Indian kids say, my nigga. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I fell in love with a girl from a yearbook earlier this afternoon. I was digging through the atlas and I found this yearbook and I see this girl and she is gorgeous. And it broke my heart when I realized that she and I would never 69, because this was the class of 69. Yeah. I was so in love with her. I started trying to find everything I could find about her. I looked for her Instagram, no Instagram. Look for her Facebook, no Facebook. The only place I could find this girl's profile was the local obituary and that was sad very sad all right stick to Indian jokes got it (laughs) Um, I was reading this article earlier this guy got sentenced to five years in prison and had to register as a sex offender for streaking at the World Series I think that's ridiculous right like five years in prison for streaking at the little league World Series that is ridiculous right (laughs) Like, I don't know. I'm Gen Z. I've been watching porn since I was nine years old. The only thing that old man is giving those kids is realistic expectations. That's all he's doing. Uh, I play Division Three basketball. There's three levels to college basketball, for those of you who don't know. There's Division One, which is sponsored by Gatorade. Division Two, which is sponsored by Powerade. And Division Three, which is sponsored by Financial Aid. I love it. But I don't know. Sometimes I'm salty. Like, the only reason I'm not playing Division I basketball with my height and size is because I refused to listen to my racist swimming coach when he told me to quit swimming. That finally worked. Yay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just annoying to me. We actually, we did play against a Division I team. And to be honest, it was a fun game. We're pretty good. Like, we only lost by 17 points when we played the University of Vermont. Women's team. But... That's, yeah. Like, Division Three is the only level of college basketball where at halftime, the players work the concession stand. Yeah. Uh, I like to date girls who had shitty ex-boyfriends before me because when I treat them like the queen they are, they act like a once-broke rapper that just moved into a mansion. It's like an episode of MTV Cribs. She's like, hey, girl, remember blah, 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 blah. I forget. Yeah. I don't know, they're always flexing their stuff. They're like, hey, hey, check the neck, check the neck. Bruise free. (laughs) I'm a good guy, don't worry. Uh, I think one of the cool things about growing up is we learned to be proud of the things we were insecure about as kids. Like me, I was always ashamed of being like the whitest black guy ever. And it's not like I was ever ashamed of my white half or anything, white power. It's It's just that as I've gotten older, I don't know. I've realized that when cartoons need a white character to say the N-word, I can be that guy who does it. That's all it is. Um, I think I'm finally over my ex-girlfriend at this point. Yeah, I think I'm finally over her, and I'm pretty cool. Like, I didn't even smile back at her when she smiled at me in my dream last night. I didn't. Like, I don't know. Did I arrange a threesome with one girl who kind of looked like her and another girl who had the same name as her just so I could appropriately say her name during sex? No. That'd be weird, right? Like, I haven't even thought about her in three months. We haven't even talked in three months. 29 days. I think it was like three hours and nine seconds last time I checked. Uh, No, like, it's been a very long time since her funeral, to be quite honest. So, all right. Some of these jokes are just sad and not true. Uh, What do I want to try? I was a weird kid growing up. Uh, I think I'm still growing up But one of the things that helped me Is I took this online douchebag course That taught me that the easiest way to seem cool Is just to do things to the side For instance, if I want to seem cool to you guys I'll take my head to the side Take my mouth to the side Lean to the side And start talking out of my ass That's all I'll do Alright, that one sucked Thank you guys so much Appreciate you
8: (laughs) Charlie Moore, everybody Yay Anybody Did you want to get feedback? Anybody have any feedback? There's
13: Mark.
14: Mic check, one, two. Hello.
13: Hello, hello. Okay,
14: so I like that you went back with the um, the dead chick. That was good. <laughs> and I think that it's so... This is going to sound douchey because I didn't take the same course you did. Mm-hmm. But... I didn't feel like there was really a punchline with the um, her being in the obituary. I I understand that is kind of funny and and inherently, but then you you could kind of like go into the fact like now you're a necrophiliac, right? Mm. Or at least now that you now you maybe you feel like one. Even if even if you don't go with the necrophiliac thing, I still think there's there's more to that that you can you can add um, to the beginning of it, and then the fact that you bring it back at the end is really cool. So it's like I I think that joke is funny. Yeah, it has legs, and then. I think you should expand on the um, the Monica, would mm-hmm. make sure I really said that white and not Indian. the the the, the uh, that that joke, and being expand on being an SF native because there's not a lot of them in comedy, especially you know at this point in, in stage in the Game. So mm-hmm. overall, it's great, dude. You're yeah. awesome.
13: Thanks.
8: Anybody uh, else have any comment?
14: Uh, my notes were about the Little League joke. Um i like it when you specifically harpen on someone to tell you whether it's fair or unfair because yeah. it kind of puts them in a position where then you're like ah little league world series and also i lost little league the actual wording a little bit just because mm-hmm. it was so fast and to the side
13: so slow down.
14: still enunciate it yeah. but but make it obviously in the side.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah we
8: Anybody else have any comments? No. Okay. Thanks very much, Charlie Moore. Everybody. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Your next comment coming to the stage. Please give a warm welcome, everybody, to Cláudio Casilva. (laughs) Yay.
15: Four more years. Four more years. What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing? Cool, man. Like, (laughs) yeah, we're all high as fuck right now. Uh, give it up for all the comics, especially me. We're trying some new material. This is, you got to be brave to come up here with some new material. Uh, this is a new bid that I'm working on. You know, men, we run the world, let's be honest. We got banks, Chase Banks, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. That's some manly fucking shit. I think women should have their own banks. And I, I'm coming up with the name, but what do you think of these names? The Yas Bank. The Queen's Bank, right? Also, like, if you got a checking account or a saving account, it's not going to be called checking or saving account. It's going to be called type pussy account. That didn't work. See, uh, here's my impression of the devil laughing. <laughs> I don't like bubble baths. I just, I, I just don't like bubble baths, and there's a story behind it because uh, I was seven years old and I was taking a bubble bath. Right, I had the bubbles, I had like like street sharks, yeah, right, I'm having a good time, I'm seven years old, my mom kicks the door, poof, and she throws up, right, my mom's an alcoholic, there's fucking red wine on my fucking face while I'm taking a bubble bath, I'm like, ah, right, and my mom's an alcoholic, and I like, she overcame it, which is good, you know, I was giving it up for my mom, not drinking anymore, it's good, but uh, she was really bad, especially on my birthday, I like chocolate cake, my mom didn't give me a chocolate cake for my birthday, she got me rum cake instead, right, and she also misspelled my name. I was like, what the fuck, mom? Like, that's not cool. Okay. Uh, that didn't work. That's awesome. Okay. I thought that was going to be the hitter. Okay. Uh, I was in Tijuana and I, I went to a bar. I went to a couple strip clubs. You know, that's what I like to do for fun. And uh, there was a Mexican cartel guy sitting right next to me, right? And uh, we were cool. We had both Bandello Negro. You know, we had a good time. And we're smoking, chilling. And uh, he started talking about religion. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Whatever you want to believe in, man. That's cool. Uh, but, you know, I believe women should have their own rights and he, he looked at me. He's like, Oh, I, I agree, but I don't, I, I don't think women should get an abortions. I was like, dude, you're a fucking cartel gangster. What the fuck are you talking about? You kill people for fun. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, okay. What else? That didn't work. Cartel. Uh, let's try a little bit of crowd work. What are three things that you would sell at a pawn shop? Anybody? A watch, guitar, a phone. Pussy. That's Tijuana, but okay, that's close enough. Uh, I don't like when people say, Oh, I manifest and everything's gonna work out. I'm gonna manifest brain power. I'm gonna start manifesting. Those people who keep saying that shit to me, just get the fuck away from me. Like I like positive energy, but get the fuck away from me. Like take that shit somewhere else. Also, like here's another thing about myself I don't like. I don't like getting compliments. I hate compliments. I just don't. And like when swimming give me compliments, like hey, handsome. In my mind, I'm like, what the fuck do you want, bitch? Like, I'm not buying you a drink. Leave me alone. Like, that's like, I'm like, leave me alone. Bye. But you know who gives the best compliments? Gay black men. I was in Oakland and this this African man was like, hey, hey, Tarzan. I'm like, oh my God, me? You're talking about me? Oh, shit. Thanks. <laughs> Ooh, hey, hey, stop touching me. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that kind of worked. Um, Mexican cartel. Oh, this is Okay. Where can you find a gay assassin in the closet? I know. Sorry, I had to. I had to. (laughs) These are all high jokes, though. You know, I was kidnapped once. It's it's it was scary, but they were nice. You know, they had like Sega. They got Capri Sun and shit, and they had the ransom letter. And I I snuck out and looked at the ransom letter. And I looked at the guy, I was like, hey man, uh you, you misspelled my name. It's actually C U, not Q U. <laughs> He's like, Shut the fuck up. I'm like, oh okay, No, you guys are not with that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Queen's Banks. Sluts. Okay, we did that. I don't want people to say I I think I'm pretty oh yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty good. Thank you guys so much. All yeah. Right, Please you. critique me so I can get better. Don't be a wuss, be honest. Go ahead, Charlie.
8: anybody have feedback, Mark?
14: Yeah, I got something just real quick. Uh, you said Yas Bank. Yeah. Queen's uh, Bank. Queen's Bank. And then yeah, you should, I think you should... Uh, Yas Queen.
6: Oh. Yes, Queen's Bank. Uh,
14: so that is the group of three, right? Oh. But God bless. That was great. You're amazing. I love you. Okay.
15: yes, Bank.
8: Charlie?
13: And subortions is a really funny premise. And I think there's a joke to be made about how, like, he would rather... Women keep the baby so he can blow them up in the hospital, (laughs) or something like that.
15: Okay, blow up the babies. Okay. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Okay, so so wait twenty years, wait twenty years to kill the baby. anybody else please please please
8: the bubble bath and your mom there was something there with the chocolate cake and the rum cake I don't know I thought you could develop it and explore it more because it was a very interesting story
15: you want me to like sell it like you gotta smell that chocolate cake yeah you know like what do you mean like try to like
8: Well, I don't know maybe there's a a joke between about it being not chocolate but rum Mm -hmm. and how that affected you
15: oh Oh, oh yeah! There you go. A rum bottle and the cake. Anybody else? Please, please help me out. Rum. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh. So. uh okay 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 i like that i was thinking more like okay like you know i said oh well here's my impression of the devil laughing right and then i do another bit blah 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 and then i go to the side and like i don't know but i like what you're doing like instead of i could do some me. <laughs> i gotta write more devil jokes but you inspire me i'll write more you know uh hell satan i don't know i guess <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, anybody else, please, please. Anyone be, else? Be mean. Nope. I don't care. You can say I'm fat. I don't care. Just tell me what. Okay, you guys no. are like right. such a San Francisco crowd. All right, I love <laughs> it. All right, y'all. My name is Scott Dell. Peace.
8: Thank you. Yay, Yay. Next comedian coming to the stage. Please give a warm welcome to Siobhan Nadan. Did I say this? <laughs>
10: hi guys I'm going to be telling a lot of jokes today sorry I tried to do my Indian accent How y'all got doing you know on the way here um, this homeless guy tried to stop me I was like what's up man he's like yo you got some toilet paper so I just gave him a dollar bill because obviously I didn't have toilet paper on me but then he got really upset You know, he's like, I asked for toilet paper. And then he just wiped his ass with, you know, the dollar bill. And then I was really high. I thought to myself, man, I was like, man, why are humans the only species that require toilet paper? Right? (laughs) How nervous do we get after taking a fat ass shit and then finding out there's no toilet paper? (laughs) Fucked up my girlfriend my ex-girlfriend now left me because she said i couldn't afford toilet paper it's not because i couldn't afford it ladies and gentlemen i just didn't have it at the time and things got a little shitty uh anyway uh you know another thing man i saw this homeless guy uh holding up a sign he's like please help me out you know collecting money for a sex change i was like damn man this would be a perfect time to bring back Pimp My Ride, right? But instead of pimping rides, exhibit be like, hey, I'm I'm Exhibit, and I'm here to pimp your gender. <laughs> <laughs> you know, safety first, man. Maybe inside their car. I don't know if you guys remember Pimp My Ride. You know, they choose an individual that's struggling with his car. They pimp his ride. So yeah, I'm saying, you know. A person who's in need for a sex change damn it's just i'm just butchering the shit out of this but they'd be in the conference room like yeah man you know i heard the uh he's done uh with his dick so we're gonna hook him up with a new pussy. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um what else do i want i got an uncle i got an uncle who smokes crack He's open about it too, man. Everybody knows who he smokes crack. He's proud, you know. His mom knows. My grandmother knows.